T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, I think we're back. Yeah, 357, Carton and Roberts on the fan. Uh, I've got Andrew Morshan on the uh, on the line. Uh, I asked him to come on. He's uh, available to come on because I have a problem with the fact, uh, listen, like I said, my opinion is that Andrew has a personal agenda against me and by proxy this show and how he has written and chosen not to write things about this show and the show's success. And uh, like I said, I do not mind anyone criticizing the interview we did, but I do mind when you mischaracterize exactly what took place. So rather than uh, hide behind... The microphone, and then have him hide behind the pen. Uh, we can uh, have an adult conversation about that now. So, from the New York Post is Andrew Marsh. And Andrew, it's obviously Craig and Evan. You're on the air. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right. So, my biggest issue with what you wrote, and I only bring it up because I recognize that you know you have a big reach as well on on social media, is the notion. I'll, let me just give the exact quote here. Just give me one second. Um, to say that we did not confront James Dolan uh, regarding people, and I'm going to paraphrase because I, I can't find it directly in front of me, uh, that we did not confront James Dolan about the notion that uh, people have been uh, dismissed from the building for being critical of his ownership, or that ultimately that you know this re- facial recognition technology one day would be something that could be weaponized by the garden to uh, move uh, or you know banish people who are critical of him. When we spent the first 15 minutes, and maybe you missed it because the interview started early, but how can you write that when we spent 15, 20 minutes talking about that specific topic? So I'd say the key word there in the tweet um, is confront. Uh, he, he, you know, Jim said that he doesn't do this unless you know fans. I guess he said are confrontational, but there are fans, you know, I just call it up quickly. There's this guy, DJ Ness NYC, who said he was kicked out and escorted from the garden uh, for wearing a T-shirt that, you know, that Jim should, you know, should. Right. Yeah. So the words confront, when he brought up the media aspect, I know a caller just brought this up. You said Maggie Gray's irrele- irrelevant. Well, let's stick to, let's stick to one thing at a time. A I know you said that you were away. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. Well, hold on. Let's do, let's do, people. Andrew, we're going to do one at a time. We're going to, no, we're going to do one at a time. You said, forget okay. about the Maggie thing for a second. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm happy to. You said yeah. we didn't confront him when we, we did, did multiple times and specific to the guy that had his face on the shirt. Evan said that exact question to him. The big question, he, Jim just saying no, that didn't happen. There are numerous occasions where people said, and just recently, where they've been harassed because they've been on social media. Like, I, and 
And we asked him multiple qu- and ways. He said that no. Same and you're, question. you're like, okay. He said so hold no. on. So if I ask the question so and the guy says no, hold on. If I ask the question and the guy says no, hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you do that because I'm gonna finish and then we'll let you go. The issue is this: if we ask the question and the guy answers it. And we asked the question four more times, and he answers it four more times. We've asked, we've confronted, we've quizzed, we've uh, you know, demanded answers. You know, you're, you're suggesting we didn't even ask the damn question. You know what you did. Okay, two things. Number one, you guys are laughing with him the whole time. Okay? You said at the end, you're friends with him, and it's very nice that, you know, Jim Dolan's been nice to you, uh, you know, since you've been back. Yeah. Uh, but... You didn't confront him on these things. How about a question such as, why do these fans have the impression that they are banned because they just said something on social media, that they're being harassed? But wouldn't I have because to ask the fans, fans that question? question? You, 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 just said, you just said you were going to let me finish. But I'm saying, wouldn't I, I have to? And how would he know why the fans think something? I'd have to ask the fan that, right? Right. Well, that's the, I, mean, I guess, but the, the <laughs> idea is that there are fans going. And you guys also just gave a pass the idea that they're using facial recognition when fans are showing up, lawyers are showing up at the game, as if his bakery analogy makes any sense whatsoever. A bakery short, you're suing a bakery, you can go to another bakery. The garden's a special place that has unique uh, performances yeah. that you can't, let me finish, that you can't, that you can't go to any other way. So you're telling me a woman is going with our Girl Scout troop should not be allowed into the garden because her firm is uh, is is suing the garden in a matter that she might not even be involved in. And you guys are like, oh, that's okay, and giggle, giggle with Jim Dolan Yeah, because I have no problem with that, and the average fan doesn't care if a lawyer suing the garden can go in or not. They care if they can go slope. in or not. But, Craig, it's a slippery slope. If you guys aren't doing a giggling interview with it's them. It's not a giggling interview be critical, at all. Be critical of Jim Dolan. Tell me how the relationship goes. We are. We were critical. She criticized the Maggie Gray. The Maggie Gray situation, first off, is not relevant to anybody that goes to Madison Square Garden. The average Nick fan and Ranger fan doesn't care whether or not Jim Dolan and Maggie Gray get along, whether she's going to the building or not. With all due respect to Maggie, who's a colleague of mine, it was four years ago, and the average fan doesn't care. We are doing a show based on what the average fan cares about. The average fan cares about whether or not they can go to the game, and when they're at the game, can they drink a beer or have a drink? Period. Stop. So, Craig, so you don't think that just acknowledge a you have an slope. agenda against me? Acknowledge Craig, that. Let, let me let me answer. Yeah, your go question. ahead, Craig. You don't think it's a slippery slope? You're banning lawyers. You're banning a media member, at least one that we know of. The the way the garden just treats the public in general. You don't think that's a slippery slope? And you said, oh, Jim says they're not going to ban fans when we know they have, even though he said that, all right, it's confrontation, it, that it's, uh, that they, you know, he said yeah. they overstepped bounds. And then they take signs away. We saw how they treated Charles Oakley. Like, all these things, you don't think these all add up and then they relate to the fans? You act like, oh, they'll get to the fans and they won't, and then they, they treat the fans perfectly. He even said, when you said, this was a good question, when you said, is this a public trust 
you know, is this right. or is the guard something you own? He says it's something he owns. Correct. Again, that's fine. He's allowed to look at it that way. But when he looks at it that way, then then he's saying he can do what he wants. It's his toy, and he can do what he wants. And he's shown that he's done that. And so, with the word I use that you have yeah. a problem with, did you ask him about that? Yes. You guys were laughing with him basically the whole interview. Did you confront him on that? That was where the issue is. And your point about Maggie Gray being irrelevant, yes. they banned. Go ask the people who worked at FAN during that time what the relationship but the was. The fans with the don't care after about that because it was four years ago. The fans don't care whether or not anybody at WFAN uh, had a good time or a bad time at Madison Square Garden. So let me fast forward and ask you another question, only because time is short and we're into uh, 4 o'clock here. And I'm glad you came on. And I, like I said, I've never, I won't talk behind your back. I'll bring you on and give you a chance to talk. Um, when we do really well in the ratings, how come you don't write that article? How come uh, Glass Spiegel writes it and you have not written it the last several times? When you do write it, why do you write it as it's a seesaw battle when we've won every hour of every day of every month for over a full year now? Why isn't that article being written? Craig, I wrote that you, you guys did? dominated them in the ratings, the Michael K show uh -huh. in the ratings. And I even wrote that it was over. And ESPN, York, they were all mad at me. What are you saying? It's over, you know, that you know, because the trend is that way. When it was a seesaw battle, when you came when you came back, they beat you, then you won, and then they won. That's a seesaw battle. Then they have recently, won a single uh, book out of the last 27 months. How is that a seesaw battle? The last article, last column I wrote that you dominated. That was the exact word. I don't know what other word you want me to use besides dominated, and you have uh, recently, you have. Not recently, not recently. We have dominated them for over a year now. Where's that article? Okay, so for a year. So I've written it. No, you haven't. I've written. I'll post it on Twitter right after what right, I do. That there, I you post it on Twitter and I'll Everyone read it. Everyone can post it, and I you can retweet it, and then we can see it because I know what I've written. Okay, and that's the that's the truth. There's no agenda. I mean, it's ridiculous to say. And sometimes you know, uh, articles are good. Sometimes they're not good. I try to be fair and reflect the people that I'm covering. So. If, you know, as long as you don't like the reflection, then, you know, I don't know what to tell so you. So let me ask you this question. Let me ask you a question. When Evan and I started two and a half years ago, and you yeah. wrote a story after three days of us being on the air that Michael Kay was dominating us after three days, was that a Did fair I thing to write? That he won the first. That, three that, days. Like, there was interest there. Yeah, three you're like, days. That, look, that, that story, when you do ratings after a couple of days, is not like. Just you think you'd win that first one. I'm not saying that was like. Just, the uh, was that a fair thing to write after three shows? I don't know if it's a fair. I mean, well, is it a know. fair thing to write? Yes I don't or no? Know. You, you do rating. You do radio ratings over three months, right? I, so I mean, I'm asked to just acknowledge that when you wrote that story after three shows, that wasn't fair. Acknowledge. You've been that. away for three years, so it was interesting to see that you think that the first show back you would have won that day, and you didn't. So that was the interesting part. Got it. But beating them every minute of every hour of every day for over years is not as interesting as a headline story that we lost the first three I'm gonna days. I'm going to tweet out the one that it says dominate. Tell all your, yeah. you can have all the people listening. Go to Twitter. You yeah. can reread that I'll story. I'll retweet it. Was that the headline or was that a throwaway line at the bottom of an know, article? I have, to, I have to find it. Yeah. So I can't you ain't going to find exact. it because it never happened. It did happen. Yeah. Uh, you should put it on your, you should listen, print it out, put it on your refrigerator. It did happen. Well, I don't read the newspaper anymore. I got to go online to get it. But then you charge money for uh, your your added garbage. And I, how much does that cost, by the way? Uh, it's four ninety nine. Oh, not just for me. It's a whole newsletter that you get 
extra stuff from all everything we cover. When you, I'm sorry, I know you yeah. guys don't care. Yeah. Jeff McNeil, four-year extension, baby. <laughs> I go back to arguing now. about stuff I don't care about. Congrats. Uh, when you uh, did your giggling interview with John Skipper, did anybody criticize you for that or no? And John Skipper and I don't really get along, so I don't know what you're uh, talking uh -huh. about. <laughs> Any, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you acknowledging that you've been completely unfair to me in your coverage <laughs> of our success. And I think the right thing for you to do now would be to write a full two-page article about the dominating success that the Cardinal and Robert shows had over ESPN in the afternoon and how handsome I am and what a, uh, a gift to radio that I have become. And I, uh, and I will, do, I will give we'll you... Talk, we'll talk off the air. I do have another article of interest for people coming soon. Great. Oh, boy. Here oh, no. Oh. It's at, what? Uh, it's at, um, uh, yes, great. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All, right, All right, thanks for having me on. Have boy. a good weekend. There you go. Andrew Morgan. There you go. Jeff McNeil's back. Dude, that's all so I care about. Good. No offense to him. I really don't give a rest ass. Yeah. Four years, $50 million. <laughs> that's a steal, man. How much? Four years, yeah. $50 million. Jeff Passon had it first. And I got tipped off. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a guy, won't reveal his name. DMs me all the time with Med Inside Info. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, about 15 minutes before the passing uh, tweet, DMs me. Really? It's basically done. And I'm like, I don't Why don't you go with that? Because I don't know how accurate it is. But now, if he's okay with it, he'll be my insider. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a great deal. He's, so I think he wants to be your insider. <laughs> do, do you, is that why he's sending you information? I'll ask him. I said, do you want to be my insider? Because you're the guy. That's a great deal, man. Four years, $50 million? All right, great. For the guy who won the batting title this year? Oh, that's right. Batting averages don't matter anymore. My apologies. So $12.5 million, bucks, is that the number? Did yeah. I get that right? Yeah. And I, Sounds I, like a pretty the, good the deal. The reason for anyone who asks, why Jeff, not Pete? It's an easier deal. Pete Alonso is going to try to get $200 million. He's a slugger. He's younger. It's just different. McNeil, while you could certainly argue as valuable, if not more, it's just an easier contract. Guys like that go for a different amount of money. I mean, you hear that money and you say, wow. Alonzo's going to want more than double that. That's the truth. Alonzo should get that. And I'm not saying he shouldn't. Yeah. But you yeah. watched the Mets every day last year. Big spot. Who do you want up? McNeil. Yeah. Because he puts the bat on the ball. Bat on ball. Can bat play multiple positions. Good All job. Right. Good job by Billy. Uh, we got to take a break. Already? No, we're good, right? Guys are telling me we're good? Good. Here's uh, Mike in Staten Island on the fan. Michael, how are you? Taking my call. Yeah. All good. What's, what's going on? All right. So. I had called originally because uh, you guys are talking about Julius Randle, and I, I had to throw my two cents in. Um, but j just real quick to pivot to, to the interview, I think you guys, you know, what you had to do, you asked all the questions you had to ask. I just don't think Dolan was truthful to the, to the listeners or, frankly, to that, himself. That is very different, and that's okay. fair, and that's where it's always difficult when he could have been lying to me. I've never met the man. When I ask him point blank, especially with the shirt, were there expletives on that shirt? Was it simply sell the team? Because selling the team, uh, yeah, fans are going to say that. Yeah. I can't tell you he was telling me or Craig the truth. I have no freaking idea. There's video proof of, of him throwing people out that weren't in his face, weren't being derogatory, didn't have ex explicit things on shirts that he just has really, like he doesn't have thick skin whatsoever. Anyone that approaches him in any way gets the can. So he was lying to everyone. And at the end of the day, it's not your guy's job to play cop and, and tell him. Well, look, I, I think, you know, he is sensitive to uh, a lot of the criticism that's right in front of his face. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, my point to uh, Marshan there is, 
You can ask someone a question four, five, six times. You don't have to be a, a, a jackass in the manner in which you ask the question. And that doesn't mean you're not pressing him on it. I thought we pressed him on it. He has an answer. Uh, you know, we asked him again. He has an answer. Uh, right. If something happens moving forward where a guy is non-confrontational, not using foul language, and is in the, you know, the mezzanine section, you know, just uh, in the middle of a timeout going, you know, sell the team, the Knicks suck, the Rangers, whatever it is, and that guy is asked to leave, yeah, then sell, we'll react to sell it. Sell the team is a far different shirt than bleep, bleep. Right. You know? Right. And that's the key. He says derogatory. Sell the team to me is not derogatory. It's just not. It's how we feel as fans, and it's common. So yeah. that's the question. Well, you know, I can make everybody happy all the time anyway. Uh, we're not going to try to either. But I just don't think it's right when you mischaracterize what was asked and what wasn't asked. Like I said, if you didn't like the interview, you're allowed to say you didn't like it. You want to be critical of it? I'm good with that. You want us to ask you know, what you think are tougher questions? Great. Have at it. But you can't represent that we didn't ask something that we asked repeatedly over like a 10, 15-minute span. And that's why I, I called him a clown, and I'm not going to hide behind it. I'll bring him on and challenge him on it on the air, which is exactly what we just did. And I appreciate him coming on. He didn't have to come on, uh, and he chose to. And I'm good with that. And uh, I've talked to Andrew for a long time, so I'm sure I'll talk to him again at some point, too. What's this other story he's going to write? I have no idea. He's going to badmouth you about something? I think something? he's going to write ratings. <laughs> I think he's got it right now, doesn't he? Uh, let me just see if he's uh, put out the uh, the article where he said we're dominating and that it was over. I gotta find that article. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look it all night for it, but I'm gonna continue to look for it. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you've mentioned this yet. I apologize if you have. We are not on TV today. I don't what? know the reason. I forget the reason. You must have told me. But SNY is not carrying our program today from uh, 4 No, no. We, we knew that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you may not have known it, but I was no, told I yesterday. No, I knew it. I forgot the reason is my point. I don't remember the reason. Hang on a sec. Uh, we're not on SNY today. What's on? Because there's a Yale-UConn hockey game. <laughs> and as you all know, uh, UConn is a very, very good hockey team. And SNY, I guess, has the rights. And they got a rare afternoon game on a Friday. So there you have it. We got bumped for college hockey. That's college hockey? Yale and UConn, last I checked, were yeah, university. Yeah, that's college yeah. hockey. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that game is, uh, that's probably a tournament of some kind, don't you think? Is it the Frozen Four yet or not? I'm only saying that because on the ice it says Quinnipiac. <laughs> so they're playing a neutral side game. It's some type of tournament, some oh, type of college. There you go. Hockey tournament. Who did? Who knew? Who knew? I never realized how much I needed afternoon college hockey. <laughs> now I recognize how much I need it. <laughs> so there you go. Here's uh, Jack in Long Island. Jack, what's going on? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, listen, I listen to the show pretty much every day. Yeah. I, I love what you do. I love the fact that you actually got James Dolan onto the show. But <clears throat> I don't think that you did a fair enough job with just one part of the interview. And I understand that you pressed him. I don't think that Marchand and his critique was 100% accurate. Right. <clears throat> but what, where I think you missed is not in a sense that fans would be banned, but are they being approached when entering the garden simply just for being publicly critical of his ownership? Because I don't think that you asked him if they were being approached. I think you asked him if they were being banned. And I know that banned is a concern, 
but fans shouldn't be approached because they're publicly critical of him if they're not being well, that, that's a, that's a fair statement to make uh we didn't we did not differentiate between if a guy has a sign that's not confrontational or offensive in language is there a chance that a garden employee or security member would say to that fan can you please take it down uh you're right. we did not ask that specific question and in retrospect that's probably a fair question to be asked yeah sure yeah and uh, you know again i think that it was a good interview but that is happening and it should has not ha be happening. Has that happened to you? It has not happened to me. It's happened to one person in particular who I do know. And what happened? Close, they they critical. Of mine. Give, give, give me the specifics on this. So what happened? I don't want to get too far into it because I don't think it's my place. But I think he's interested uh, in voicing his opinion if he hasn't already. They're approached when they go into the garden. They're approached. Their presence is. Uh, they are made known that they are there. And, and it's these, are, these are random fans who in the past have been critical, something along those lines? Yes. Got it. And they have never been confrontational. And that Got shouldn't it. happen. So so they've been approached, but they've never been uh, actually kicked out. Is the, That's the difference there, yeah? No, never been kicked out. Got and it. They haven't, they haven't been rude or derogatory. Like, uh, going after an owner in, in public is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think, never, look, we all agree with that. That's a good point, Jack. That. Uh, that's a good point. It's just your criticisms of an organization or an owner should not lead to being treated any differently in a building or a stadium. But my question would be, what's the, like, when you're confronted going into the building, what happens? Like, what, do right. they say, we know what you tweeted last night? We know what you posted on Facebook? Well, I think what? he was saying, guys, who in the past, maybe, uh, in the building did something or said something that the next time they came back in, they were, the guard Confronted was aware. what, though, is my point? Yeah, I know, I, I should Like, I, suits yeah. coming over and saying, we know you're here, like... Hey, you what, better watch yourself tonight, Billy. What's the confrontation? Something along those lines, maybe? Right. I don't know. No, I don't know. I've, I've, that one I can't answer, but I respect the fact that since you have a personal connection to a guy that may have experienced that, that you would have liked that to be asked. That's fair. I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> he seems so bewildered that I was a season ticket holder for a team I don't like. Yeah, because to most people, it doesn't make sense. Like you seem confused by that. And considering what he's being sued for, it's a good thing you didn't tell him you sell your tickets. No, I sold through their <laughs> website. I, which is the, hip, I, I guess, is that hypocritical? That these Why? organizations, and it's not just the Knicks, the Mets do it, the Nets do it. Every organization now has an official ticketing kind of site. And you can sell the tickets through that site. So, for example, I'll name names. The Mets use StubHub. The Nets use SeatGeek. The Knicks use the Ticketmaster Exchange. Every team's got a group, and you can sell your tickets. And you can sell it for well above face value. Now, I don't right. know if you can buy up a bunch of tickets, and I guess that's the issue. But, of course, what season ticket holder, other than, like, a company that owns one and just gives it out to people, right. you can't go to every game. Like, dude, I didn't go to last night's Nets-Pistons game. Thank God. Right. I sold them. I think there's probably uh, a decent-sized group of uh, basketball fans and even hockey fans that probably hit damn near every game. Every game? Yeah. That's a I, lot, man. It's a, know, it's a time I commitment. I, as opposed to baseball, which is double the amount of games. No, I get that. There and might be some people that uh, 35 games, 40 games. Okay, well, I, in that area, I know I'm sure there are some, but the point is, it's impossible. I think to have season tickets unless you're giving them out to friends and family, where you don't just sell a few, especially the ones you can't go to. Yeah. I could not go last night. I looked into my wife's eyes. She told me without saying a word, yeah. "You're not going to the Nets game tonight." I didn't. I sold it. Is that like a stink eye? 
It's a look. It's a friendly look. It's a loving but look. But when does that come up? Like in the morning during breakfast? Going into or is the, it the night before? Like Going into the week. On Monday morning, I'll always say, so here's the schedule. Okay. <laughs> the Nets and the Knicks are home. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. And she'll look at me. And I know based on the look, okay, I'm good for Tuesday. But Friday? Eh, eh, eh. Aha. So I get the answer. Aha. So you know it's a nonverbal communication. Correct. But she also knows that there are certain games that I ain't missing. So, for example, oh. tomorrow night. So, is this like uh, some type of like mental mind? Uh, you know what? Where you know you already know going in, you have no interest in going to a certain game like the Piston game. <laughs> so you'll play your hand like you know what, honey? I don't even. I'm not even going to go to that. That's game right. Tomorrow I do night. play that up sometimes. That kind of thing. Yeah. There are times where oh, I do that's that. That's smart. That's I'm smart. a smart guy. Isn't this the weekend you're taking, little man? Yes, Nets next tomorrow, tomorrow night. To his first uh, basketball game, Barclays Center. So Spence going to uh, Briacos, whatever it's called, Biacolinos. Right? I haven't planned it out, but here's what I know. For one thing, I learned from that interview. At the end of the night, Spence, who's two years old, will have been to Barclays Center more times than James Dolan. Yeah, I don't know. Why I find that interesting, but I did find it interesting. Yeah. Just like out of morbid curiosity, wouldn't you uh, go to the other team's building? You want to see your team yeah, play. Specifically when your team is playing. Yeah, the Nets I'm not are, saying you go there to see the circus. I'm not asking him to just yeah. watch Kevin Durant. I'm, I'm asking yeah. him that the Nets are playing the Knicks tomorrow at Barclays Center. And he ain't going to be there. But I will. Yes. You certainly will. And the you whole family. Igloo in advance. You're uh, damn right. Have some uh, uh, yo, cheese sticks, uh, garlic bread. You're all good, right? You're damn right. <laughs> I just love the idea of Evan like, honey, it's Monday morning, come downstairs, and here's the, this, the list of the week. Yeah. Wednesday, there's a game at Barclays Center. <laughs> Thursday, there's a game at the Garden, right. and they're playing the, uh, the Hawks, and we know how we feel about that. And then, like, and then his wife's like, no, no. Like, that's what I get. I like, get, normally, when I get, what are we doing in... on Friday? Yeah. What do you mean, what are we doing on Friday? It's on the fridge, Chris, and we <laughs> talked about this. That's yeah, but like the every- difference here is that most married couples with children, uh, when they have that weekly meeting, it's uh, uh, Johnny's got uh, clarinet practice after right. school, Billy's got soccer, uh, we got to go to the dentist, all like normal stuff. He's the only guy that comes down and goes, all right, here we go. Well, Knicks, Celtics, Monday. <laughs> uh, Pistons, Nets, Wednesday. Rangers, Islanders, Thursday. <laughs> you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's yeah. very unique to you. I'm a strange one, I admit. Yes, and God forbid we get to the fall. Oh, oh my God. Oh, right? Oh, Mets, Braves on Wednesday. And on and baseball's on and on. a little bit more complicated because when they're home, they're oh. home day after day after day after day. A little bit different with basketball. A little bit different. Uh, so uh, he did put out, uh, so here's the last time he wrote an article where the headline was our rating success was uh, eight months ago. Eight months ago. July of 22. (laughs) So August, September, October, November, December, uh, six months ago. Maybe it's just old boring news now. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I guess, yeah. Six months, maybe like, maybe get one every six months. So maybe we got one coming. Maybe maybe, maybe that'll be good for us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. That's the early game on Sunday. And then, of course, uh, 6.30, we get Bengals at Chiefs. Uh, it's amazing. It's the first time since 1997, Evan, that the two championship games from a who's favorite, who's underdog standpoint, uh, were both uh, under three. Wow. Has not happened in 25 I mean, years. It's not surprising when you think about it because there's a very mixed opinion on Bengals Chiefs. Obviously, you and I are an example of that. And it feels like Philadelphia, San Francisco's got that toss-up feel. Like, we're going to make picks in an hour and a half. I still have no idea what I'm doing in the NFC game. No idea. I can't, I can't figure it out. I keep going back and forth. Should I just pick what I want to see happen? Should I pick what I think I think is going to happen? Like, I, I think, I think. It's not even I think. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, I admit mean, it. You feel strongly that Cincinnati's going to blow Kansas City out. Are they're you gonna, still they, on that? They're going to crush them, yeah. <laughs> You're still on the game. They're going to crush them. Crush them. That game will not be close. You're going to crush them. That game will be similar to the Buffalo game. And even the Tampa Bay game, the Tampa Bay-Kansas City game from the Super Bowl, and what will happen, and I understand it, is the great Patrick Mahomes will be met with, well, he wasn't healthy. Well, come on. In fairness, high ankle sprain. Most humans would not be able to walk with a high ankle sprain, and he played quarterback. Because Mahomes, and I have great respect for him, there are certain athletes that are met with mean comments no matter what they do. Yeah. There are certain athletes that are met with bouquets. Steph Curry is always met with bouquets. LeBron James, always met with hatred. Patrick Mahomes so far has been met with bouquets. When he lost that Super Bowl, that was the talk. Well, the offensive line stunk right. and he wasn't healthy. Right. Now, if that happened to Peyton Manning, who I don't think has been met with bouquets during his time. No. Nope. Different opinion. So if Cincinnati fact, does... Peyton Manning actually won a Super Bowl, and while yeah, he gets credit for the win... Most people say, you know, he carried the defense character. Well, well, that is true. To be fair. I mean, that is right. a true statement. So you can win and be criticized so also. I'm not only predicting the Bengals will crush them, but early next week on all these dopey national TV shows, they're mostly dopey. I'm sorry. <laughs> they will be carrying the water from Mahomes. Well, he stole the best. He's injured. No, I, I, listen, if Joe Burrow goes into Arrowhead and drops the 30-burger on Kansas City, and they beat the Chiefs, regardless of uh, what Pat Mahomes does, and regardless of the excuses that you know the sycophants for him would make for him. Joe Burrow now becomes the king of the NFL. He will be on his way. Like now, if you tell me it's a 17-16 game and neither guy looks great, eh, maybe not. But to go into Arrowhead and beat them for a second consecutive year in a championship game and go to a Super Bowl. How could you make the argument that Mahomes is better than him? This is not fair, but I'll say it anyway. 
So Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, and that's great for him. That means they've had great regular season success, and that should be applauded. There is something impressive, though, that Joe Burrow has won how many road playoff games, including an AFC title game at Burrowhead Field, including a divisional playoff game in Buffalo, in the snow. So, yeah, Mahomes deserves credit that he's never played a road game because you need regular season success to get to that point. But there is something a little extra special about the fact that Joe Burrow has not only been to a Super Bowl, maybe in his second, and he's done a lot of it on the road. Yeah, no, no, listen, he's done all of it on the road. He's got five road playoff wins, right? The only guy that's got as many as that is a guy named Mark Sanchez <laughs> at, at this stage of his career, which is really just a quick aside, and I promise to go back to your calls about Dolan or whatever else you want to talk about today as we get ready for the championship games, is that I think at some point, Evan, and I think we should probably be you know, at that point now or close to that point, where you can look back uh, on a certain uh, period of time with better clarity, without emotion, and look back and go, wow, maybe I didn't appreciate that at the level I should have, right? And I think Mark Sanchez is that guy. <laughs> I do. because That's what you've come up with? Yeah, that's what I came up with. Because we're talking about the great Joe Burrow. Mark Sanchez. Had, what, four road playoff wins, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, but Joe's gotten to a Super Bowl. I know that. I'm not comparing him to Jabbar. I'm, I'm uh, saying from a storyline standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here we are yelling and screaming about, we want Aaron Rodgers. I want Tom Brady. We all want Lamar Jackson. You know, whoever the guy is that you, you, you want to replace Zach Wilson to be the future quarterback of the New York Jets and our goals to get to the playoffs and win a playoff game and all that. Mark Sanchez represents... The most successful quarterback this franchise has had since Joe Namath? Well, I mean, Vinny you know, had some success. It was sure. only one title game. Sure. Richard so, Todd obviously so, went to the playoffs. So look, 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 look. But you're, you, you you're, get what I'm saying. I do. I get what you're saying. But why didn't the Jets win either of those title games? Uh, well, I think they're different. Uh, defensively against Pittsburgh, a no-show the first half. There's more than one reason, but but tell me this. If they had an elite-level quarterback, are the results different? They could be. Yeah, they could be. And so when you have a ground-and-pound, top-five defense, head coach getting the most out of your talent, you can go on the runs that they went on, and they were great. I love them in the moment. They didn't get the job done. You have a better chance to finish the job if you have a true franchise quarterback. Mark Sanchez, and I appreciate what he did, was not that guy. So while, yes, I acknowledge the four playoff wins, I was at all of them. Well, most of them. Oh, I missed one of them. The first one in Cincinnati, I missed. The rest of them, I was in the freaking building. I have great appreciation yeah. of it. But it's easier to pave that road when you have a franchise course, quarterback. But when do we romanticize Mark Sanchez? Because I'm ready to give him a big hug. I romanticize him now. Do you? Yeah, I think he did do a hell you? of a job, yeah. Rex Ryan, too. I, I appreciate I that time. I think we romanticize Rex more than we romanticize Sanchez. Well, because Rex was more... Right. Yes, but, but there's a reason. Rex was more influential in the success than Mark was. Mark, they were grand That's pound fair. Team. That's fair. They ran the football incredibly well. Right. Did he make plays against the Patriots in the divisional playoff game? Absolutely. They didn't get there because of him. By they the way, weren't uh, there because of him. Big uh, football weekend, meaning there's going to be a party in Long Island. You're all probably invited to it. And that's my main man, <laughs> Stu Finer. Stewie, what's going on, buddy? My brother, I love you. Evan, I love you. Evan, can I can I say something to you first? Sure. Okay. Um, 
Now, you're, you're, Jew, you're Jewish, right? You had a bar mitzvah? I did not have a bar mitzvah, no. Oh, is your mother Jewish? My both my parents are Jewish. Where, I just wasn't I got, raised with religion. Where, where is this possibly going? How'd you get, a, how'd you get a, oh, No religion. No religion. No religion okay, growing good. up, yes. So, um, all right. So, I'm going to kill that entire point. Um, <laughs> Sorry. The, Sorry listen, to burst the any thing, bubble. Can, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Evan, the thing that I love about you, your value as being as great as Craig, even though I like Craig more, but <laughs> to each his own. That's you know fine. what I mean? That you have your fandom that says, well, Evan is as good as Craig, if not better, because Evan goes to all the games. Evan legitimately is yes. me, except he has uh, the pulpit to share gut level. So when you'd have to discuss with your wife on a weekly basis, absolutely, that has to happen. She's part of your team. You know right. what I mean? She knows the deal. You know, it's the reason you make a million dollars plus a year, or I hope you do. Boy, because he is you're really doing great. well. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop you there because he hasn't bought lunch in a month. And if he's making a million plus, no, then, no, no, no. Hold on. I got you so Chipotle nice. two days ago, bro. Yeah, you got me a five dollar burrito, and I loved it. Uh, Evan's MO is opposite odds, Craig. We spend the money yes. before we make it. Yeah, sadly, uh, yes. Or you, we you used to. Or we it. used to. Yeah, or that was to, uh, former you know, life. But yes. I'm saying, Evan, so in other words, when you speak with your wife, nobody's surprised. Uh, Craig, I disagree. Nobody, or who was talking about that, nobody's surprised. We know how Evan lives. Evan, you know, yes. to do what he does, he has to go to the games, then do podcasts, then be on point with you guys. And um, I think it's fabulous. I and I just this. want to say, I've, I just, I've, the main reason I called is I want yeah. to tell you, I will give your wife a kiss for me and tell her I love her. I only... <laughs> Saw her eye to eye at when I won my award. Oh yeah, but, yeah. but we had peak, listen, right, yes. and asked her. We had a moment because she looked <laughs> at me and she smiled, and I said, "I love your husband," and she said, out of her beautiful lips. I know. And that let was me it. say this about Stu. And Stu. It, was a, it was a moment, <laughs> yeah, and you didn't know that. I and, know. I, and I hope she's not upset at me, but no. we had a moment. Right, hold on. No. Here's the beauty of Stu. Yeah. Before I let him go, you know how a lot of guys, and I include myself in this. Like, we still think we can play sports. Right. Right? And then, of course, you get teenage sons and older, and you realize very quickly you can no longer play sports. Although your brain's telling you you know what to do on the court, on the field, with the ball, whatever it is. But your body just won't do it anymore, right? Uh, but you've convinced yourself. Your ego's like, I can go out there and beat my 20-year-old son in basketball. Of course I can. That's how Stu feels about women. <laughs> Stu has convinced himself that every <laughs> every woman in every room has somehow conjured up the thought of he's probably pretty good. <laughs> I mean, and and no one has ever said it, you know, quite so. And, and yet, and yet, he is the most loyal husband a woman could have, and he's blessed with a beautiful, loyal wife as well. And I got to let you go because we're up against it, but uh, my very best, obviously, to your dad. And I hope you guys have a great weekend and can enjoy it together. Okay, pal? Okay, I love you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Evan. Love everybody. Tommy, everybody. All right, be good. There's uh, Stu Finer. Uh, yes, he does He does believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds lovely, man. And don't tell my kids I know I can't beat it. <laughs> By the way, Tommy, where's the Prince Street Pizza Pizza Pizza? Yeah, what happened to that? Huh? 
I, I just had to tip him off to that. It should he be did? coming. Yeah. Oh, so it is on the way? Yes. I That's my forget. guy right there. No, 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 no. What do you mean, no, 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 no? no. no. <laughs> he comes in here very upset. You had to tip me off to it. Yeah. For the record. That's what he said. I didn't say I it. agree. For the record, my stomach started to growl, and I yeah. went, I forgot about the pizza. Oh, and I, so I tipped him off. By the way. I step out for a second, and he throws me under the bus, Craig. Think about I said, this. Where's the yeah, Prince Street yeah. pizza? The great Tommy Lugauer, who had a fiery fiery Lug hour last night oh, yeah. after our show. I listened to it as well. Thanks. He's the only producer in the building that booked an owner of a sports team in this town who is in the middle of the news. That's on you. In studio. <laughs> oh, in studio. That's right. No one else in this so building is going to get that done. So, pizza. Well, when's the pizza coming? That's the real it's on the, it's probably thing. on the way. It's on the way. It's right. hour Friday. It'll be here soon. Good. Well, you got somewhere to go? No, I'm just hungry. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> And by the way, I will say Grilling this. Grilling an owner will get you hungry. This audio, this uh, studio has never been cleaner. I know. Uh, I mean, we had like a two-man cleaning crew in here. It's been vacuumed and Windex and garbage has been thrown out. We, I like it like yeah, this. Yeah, they try to keep it they like They cleaned this. my Seaver statue. They cleaned my little Boomer <laughs> Esaias and figurine. I appreciate it. Oh, boy. Ralph is in Staten Island. Ralph, what's up, buddy? So I have a very unique position because I worked for the Dolan family at MSG for over 20 years. Yeah. And I also have a, a unique position where I worked for the state Supreme Court for over 30 years. All right. So, so what having, you got? So having said that, so uh, I'm going to deal about uh, Dolan's uh, position on facial recognition. And I'm sure we've all heard the uh, narratives and, and what ifs. But what if an attorney is representing clients that have sued various hospitals throughout the state and the city? Mm. Would they not be allowed into this into those hospitals if they needed medical attention? But no, but obviously, you know that's different. No, I don't know. Well, yeah, you it, do. It, this is how. Well, well, it, it, it's how things start. I don't like, no, no, I don't like Dolan's comparison to a bakery, but I also don't like your comparison to a hospital. Like, I don't that's think silly. that's, you know. I don't think that's now, applicable. The, the, compa- comparison, the comparison is that when legal precedent is, start, is started, you never know where that's going to lead. It could lead to various different fields right, of right. legal. So, so you're saying you don't agree with it now, but yeah. but. But, t- but 10 years from oh, now... Oh, absolutely. No, I, I, it's a good point. Facial recognition can be used in positive ways. It always scares us when it starts to be used as a weapon. Which is, no why, which is why I asked that exact question. Your fans are concerned that you're going, my words, no one else's, that you're going to weapon, weaponize the technology. You're, I guess the, my point, Ralph, is I hear what you're saying. The hospital one's a bad, just a, a silly... Uh, comparison. So it, 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 is, it is an extreme. It yeah, an extreme. but I, I hear what you're saying you're concerned not so much about the now. Your concern is that if no one fights this or says, I find this objectionable, okay, we lost a little bit. What's the next step? We lose a little bit. And then the next step. And then one day, maybe not us, but our kids wake up in a world where, you know, it's our Here, biggest fears, like Big Brother's watching. Us. Here's the thing I, I asked him. Do you own the team? Do you look at it as a public trust or just something you own? A lot of owners say it's a public trust. Steve Cohen said it the day he bought the Mets. I am, you know, I own the team, sure, make the decisions, but I kind of represent things. His answer was not of that. His answer was, I own the building. That guy's suing me. I don't want him in the building. Craig and I, Craig and I disagree about that. I think it's 
ridiculous. I wouldn't yeah. do that. But I think the fear that fans have is that it's being used against them. Right. Now, he says it's not. So until it is, uh, and if it is, he will be challenged on that because he was very, very direct on that point that fans do not have to worry about that. That is never going to happen. Now, if you get in his face and start cursing up and down, yeah, you're going to be kicked out of the building. I think that seems to be common sense. Well, that I believe that concerns anybody because that's, of course you should. And 99.9% of the people would never do that anyway. It's our people being thrown out for simply stating their opinion on the team. That, that That's the thing that we'd all agree is ridiculous. Right. So when he says there was someone wearing a T-shirt with, I think he used a vulgar comment or derogatory comment. Yeah. Well, if it just says sell the team, in my opinion, that's not vulgar or derogatory. Right. If it says bleep, 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 okay, that's different. Yes. I, I, think, I think we're all in lockstep on that. Now, if you're somebody that has experienced something that goes against that, uh, we'll take you out your word for it, and we'll take that call. Um, and I know we did have a caller earlier that says he's a friend who's been in that situation where, again, the friend was not kicked out of the building, but uh, was made aware that the security staff knew that person was in the building and would be keeping an eye on them. And I will say this. I've never experienced that uh, before for that reason. Uh, but, yeah, I, that would be unnerving, I think, you know, to an average guy who's at a game and I was uh, looking over his shoulder if they saw someone that looked menacing or, you know, had an official presence there that was keeping an eye on him. I, I would understand that. And I would understand someone saying, you know, I shouldn't have to feel that way. That's how, about fair. Him, how about him defending Jeff Wilpon? <laughs> And by the way, not a single person on Twitter or calling the show found that objectionable. I mean, that I, I found that objectionable. Right. I had to cite all yeah. the years where the payroll wasn't good. Which, yeah. And then he had no answer. Like, yeah, right. okay. Eh, maybe right. <laughs> Boy, you may have got me there, kid. <laughs> by the way, I'm also in the middle of a huge battle on Twitter right now. With whom? Uh, with people that are upset that after 40 years of eating wings and being a drum guy... <laughs> Um, I've decided uh, to make a transition uh, in my life. And from now on, I want to be known as a flat guy. Uh, and that is meeting with uh, some people welcoming me uh, to the other side of the tracks. Some people upset with me that I am, uh, you know, dropping my identity in such a uh, aggressive manner. And then there's a lot of people who don't quite understand why after 40 years... I've gone from drums to flats. What would cause you to go from drums to uh, flats? I've always felt like a flat guy internally. Yep. And I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where society now says it's okay to just be who I am. Mm. And I can actually debone a flat in two moves uh, and enjoy that boneless. Uh, but I enjoy the process. I can't do that with the drum. On this radio show, you denounced your own son. Yes. For yeah. having that opinion that you now have yeah. transitioned into. I've transitioned have into you a flat guy. Apologized yeah. to your son. Uh, have you I apologized? publicly destroyed him on the air. Do you remember yeah. this conversation? Uh, uh, he reminded me of it on Twitter. He's uh, very uh, concerned. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was sitting right across from you when this happened. He, uh, he doesn't know what's going on, uh, but I'll call him now and I'll just I'll, I'll break it to him. Uh, we'll see if he's at class or not. It is a Friday, which means probably, probably a happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> no one goes to class on Friday. Right. Who goes to class at a just like no one five? Come, just like no Friday. one comes to work on a Friday. Yeah. Well, listen, four-day work weeks, buddy. Right? Uh, unfortunately, he is not available currently to uh, for me to just to apologize. 
And it's okay for a dad to apologize to his son when he has transitioned into a lifestyle that his uh, his son also appreciates. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people are uh, involved in this conversation. Yeah, though. no, I'm not surprised, though, actually. <laughs> it's crazy. You think it would, it doesn't. It we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.